Hello friends, welcome to today's episode of That Could Steep. So today's episode is really exciting because this is my first ever like podcast episode that I videoed and like I used to make like promos and stuff while recording but I've never sat down and actually made a podcast video that I was intending to to upload as an episode if that makes sense. Um, and the main reason is honestly because I struggle a lot with social anxiety and personally for me, struggling with social anxiety has been something that I've dealt with my entire life and it goes back to like my childhood when I would just try to make friends like on the playground and it's something now obviously as an adult I've definitely overcome, well, <laughs> Not entirely, but I've overcome it to the point where I can like make friends and I I get along with people and, you know, I can like carry on a conversation, obviously, considering I have a podcast. Needless to say, I've been super nervous about this episode and if you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much because I didn't tell anybody, I didn't make any promos that I was going to be doing this. It's just something that I have been wanting to do for a while and I just never really had the courage or like I guess the drive to do it. Let's get into the episode topic. On the topic of just like self-evaluation and like talking about like social anxiety for myself, I wanted to talk a bit about what it means to be self-aware because I think a lot of the time when we think about like, oh, like I'm so self-aware, like I understand like self-awareness overall, I think we forget to remember the root of self-awareness. I personally, I think I looked up the definition and I wrote it down, um, but I don't have my notes right in front of me. So I'm just kind of pull this out of my memory. So to be self-aware means accepting every part of yourself, positive and negative. Um, and whenever I looked up the definition of self-awareness and I, I realized that it, as much as we want to be aware of all of the positive things about ourselves, we have to be willing to accept and be aware of the things about us that aren't as positive that as we would like them to be, you know, when you look at yourself and you really, really analyze like who you are, what you do, what your actions are. Are you being true to who's in here? Is the person that you actively choose to be every single day the person that is truest to your morals, to what you want out of your life, to like how how does who you actually are day to day align with who you perceive yourself to be? Because honestly, I think a lot of people think about themselves in a positive light and they're thinking like, wow, like I'm this great person. I could do no wrong. It's almost like when you think about like when you're a child and personally, I didn't really experience this, but I saw a lot of people who did where like um, you're playing a sport and your parent thinks that you are the best on the team. <laughs> everyone's parent thinks they're the best on the team and I think a lot of times we grow up with that mentality it's like well like nobody can do it better than me but like honestly at the end of the day you are not 
the main character in everyone else's life. And I think we forget sometimes, or at least I know I forget sometimes that other people, like I'm just like a side character, you know? (laughs) And my life and what's going on with me, like nobody else revolves around that. Not even like your husband or or your mom if you still live with your parents. Like they're all experiencing life from their point of view. So I think what's interesting about that is when you really, really like break down like who you perceive yourself to be and you look at like, okay, is this who I think that I am? Is this who who I believe I am from day to day, you know? When you think about who you are and and really think about it, don't just... Just think about who you want to be or who you assume you are. Think about your actions and think about the things that you've done. I mean, God, like, I think, think about a narcissistic ex, right? This person, through their eyes, is probably, they're probably doing no wrong. They, they don't think that them hurting you has any real effect on you. But in reality, it has the biggest effect on you. Your actions and how you treat people overall have the biggest effect on everything that happens around you. I know I can speak from personal experience and I know many of my friends and just honestly, I think we all can relate to to crossing paths with somebody, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a boss We've all met someone who just mistreats people and they go about their day assuming and thinking that they are in the right. And I think that those those types of people, um, well, I, if you've never <laughs> listened to my podcast, I am one to believe that everybody has some good in them and nobody is truly bad, you know, or at least... That's how I choose to believe and walk through life because at the end of the day, I don't want to go to bed and think negatively of anybody or anything even. Just life is just a little bit more peaceful for me whenever I am thinking of the best. Although there are a lot of people who have done you wrong or will do you wrong, they probably don't realize how wrong they are. Nobody ever realizes how wrong they actually are. Not not in the moment, at least. I'm sure. I mean, no, I'm not sure. Like, I am like a thousand percent positive that after everything is said and done, someone, if they really evaluate a situation that they were clearly in the wrong for, they're not going to sit there and assume that they were right. Like, I think most people who have done me wrong in life have apologized for what they did and vice versa. Like, I have apologized to the people who I wronged in my life, most of them anyways. And if I haven't, it's just because I haven't had the opportunity to because I truly believe and I am self-aware enough to know that I am not perfect and I make mistakes and I've done things that I personally wish that I didn't do in the past. And we all have. And if you say you haven't, you're lying. I stand by that. I believe that. Like there's no chance that you just have done no wrong. So with that in mind, like, it's almost difficult for me to picture 
and like discuss self-awareness without overall without discussing identity because our our identity to ourselves is not your identity in someone else's eyes how you perceive yourself has to be like entirely different from how the rest of the world perceives you and I personally think that that is like amazing and I also think that that poses some risks and there it kind of like ebbs and flows like it's really really good when certain things are perceived different from others but additionally you have to be aware that some people are going to look at you and they're going to see the bad parts of you and I believe you need to be self-aware enough to know that just because they perceive you to be a bad person and maybe you did do them wrong honestly it's possible that you did but you have to be self-aware enough to know that that does not have any effect on who you actually are. You know, like the fact because I did people wrong in my past doesn't mean that I am evil and I, I did things with the intent of like actually hurting somebody. You know, like I don't think anybody ever really makes decisions, selfish decisions with the the purpose to hurt somebody. Not, okay, <laughs> I guess... I guess people probably do do that specifically like when they feel they've been wronged. I think that's the main scenario when somebody's going to be like, you know what, like you did me wrong. You deserve to be hurt. And I think in that specific scenario, like, okay, maybe, maybe hurting someone is intentional, but I think just day to day, like if you've done nothing wrong and you're just living, like nobody makes a decision intentionally to hurt you like their decision may hurt you and they may be aware of that but their reason for doing it is probably not specifically to hurt you and when I think about that I it gives me a little bit of hope like obviously none of us are perfect and you can't be perfect that's just it's not realistic we're human and humans are designed to make mistakes and and learn from those mistakes I mean man if you don't ever do anything wrong how are you going to learn what it feels to be right and good how are you how are you going to know what it feels like to be fulfilled with everything that you have done in life so it might hurt to have to become aware of what you've done and how your actions have affected someone else's life but I personally believe that that does not define you and it will never define you in any capacity obviously like that I don't give a fuck attitude is a little bit different in it's easier to like easier said than done right like it's so easy to be like you know what I don't give a damn like what what you think of me but at the end of the day, nobody wants to be viewed in a negative light. And the journey to changing someone's view of you is long and sometimes, most of the time, unnecessary because it's a journey that you're never going to reach the end of. You can't, you personally cannot change someone's opinion of you, no matter how badly you want to change what they think of you like of course nobody wants to be thought of as the bad guy but unfortunately you're going to be the villain in someone's story and that's that's how it is at the end of the day like who people think you are has no relevance to who you actually are 
And I say that because I think not enough people realize that. Like, it doesn't really matter what someone else thinks of you because nine times out of ten, I would I would almost go as far as saying ten times out of ten, every single time, someone's opinion of you has no relevance to who you actually are. Who they think you are is not and will not ever define who you are. So in another respect... I think it's also important to understand that your opinion of somebody doesn't always define who they are. And like, obviously that goes without showing in everything that I've said, but I'm serious. I think that a lot of times we idolize people who are no longer in our lives and we we reminisce on all the good things and the good effect that people had on our lives when we lose someone. And it's easy to do that. I mean think about it when you think about oh your friend who has been hung up on their ex for so long right and they may have like lost this person and and they may miss this person but at the end of the day that person exited their life for a reason and it was strategic someone comes into your life they they make an impact and then they leave. And when someone impacts us, whether it is positive or negative, you want to feel more of whatever they gave you. It's easy to just say, you know what, like let him go. Forget about forget about the ex. But whenever you try and like sit on that with yourself it's easier of course it's easy to tell your friend to let their ex go but I think that we're forgetting that we're we're all human and it's not that easy like it's easier said than done I guess because I obviously want the best for everyone that I'm friends with, everyone that I'm related to, all all my friends and family, you know? But your personal perspective on someone else's situation, nine times out of 10 is so off. So before you go and, and you make assumptions about your friend's partner, you have to, one, be self-aware enough to understand that you are not them you you don't feel what they feel you don't know what they know and they're gonna have to make their choices based on their personal experience not the experiences that you've witnessed next to them and unfortunately like sometimes that that shows up as really really positive but it can also show up in a negative light because like, of course, we want to be best friends and and we talk to our friends about everything that has happened and the things that your your friend shares with you, they're sharing with you because they need to vent, not because they need advice. Or, I, you know what, they probably do need advice, but they, they don't want it. They're not going to be accepting of it. And I think that that's one of the most... For me personally, that's been one of the hardest things to accept because I'm very much like a realist. And whenever I think about 
just situations overall. I'm like, why let someone treat you like that? Or why stay at a job if you don't like it? I mean, I don't get the point. Like if you hate the situation you're in, why not go and change it? But then I think about the fact that I spent years of my life entertaining ideas of of people instead of who they actually were because I was not self-aware enough to to look in the mirror at myself and say you know what girl you you deserve the best you deserve everything that the world has to offer to you and it's up to you to get it if you don't go get it nobody's gonna get it for you like you have to get up off your ass and work for the shit that you want and Honestly, I think becoming aware of that because little me, young Alex, was not aware of that. Becoming aware of that, it seriously changed my entire life because genuinely, like, we, we all deserve so much good and we all have so much potential. But until you look in the mirror and evaluate the situation you're in and try to step out of the box of like your inner self and just look at your life from someone else's perspective, you're never really gonna find that like true awakening of awareness that you need in order to honestly to reach your full potential and I hope one day that that becomes something that you can find in this world. But until then, like, just keep living, keep looking in the mirror. And obviously, you're on the right track if you're here listening to this episode because my ever, like, anyone who's listened to the show knows that it is like a self help podcast. And I'm all about being soft spoken and, and feisty and, and, Oh, there's just so much to really like, (laughs) so many layers to that cut steep as a whole. But I think it's time that we come to a close today because I'm starting to get like stuck on my words and I want to make sure that you guys are getting the best content of all. Plus like most of the time our episodes are like 20 to 30 minutes, um, unless it's a guest episode, then it's going to probably run a little bit longer. But thank you guys for listening today. And if you're listening on YouTube, holy shit, that's really freaking cool because I've never done anything like that. I've never posted anything to YouTube in my entire life ever. So I'm super excited that you're here and I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any anywhere you get your podcasts, please subscribe to the show, follow the show, give it five stars, do all the things. Um, YouTube, comment down below if you're here. Again, thank you so much for being here. I love you all, and we'll talk next Thursday. <laughs>